It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Welcome to Heels and Quads. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. You can find me, Levi, at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And today, we have been promoting this forever now. We have on the show Thunder Rosa at Thunder Rosa 22 on Twitter. Hello. How are you doing, Thunder? <laughs> Yeah, I was just brushing my teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just brushing my teeth because I couldn't go to sleep yesterday. I had a show. And you know when you have shows or like when you do something exciting before you go to sleep, then you can't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. So. Yeah, you were up late on Twitter. We went back and forth a couple of times <laughs> last night, yeah. about one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I was up until like 2.30 because I, I couldn't go to sleep. I guess it's like... um. I also didn't eat what I needed to eat, like, because I eat, like, four meals a day, and I only ate, like, two and a half, so I was, like, it was two in the morning, I'm, like, man, I want healing, I was, like, too late, but I was really, really hungry, and I knew if I didn't eat, I wasn't going to go to sleep, so I had to wake up, warm up my food, and eat, and then I went to sleep. Did you craft, did you craft a nice meal in the middle of the night? What was that? Did you craft a nice meal in the middle of the night? It was just 
some grilled chicken that I make in the morning and some rice. And to make it fun, I put some like uh, Asian sauce on it. So it tastes good. Ah, okay, cool. Hey, is that your, uh, since you stay in such good shape, as we've seen, um, is that pretty much what you eat the majority of the time is chicken and rice? Uh, I eat chicken and rice, broccoli, vegetables, or tuna, or steak, whatever whatever I have or whatever I feel like making. Yeah. Um, but it's like, because I'm always on the run, I literally like just grab frozen vegetables. Yeah. Because they don't go bad either. So I just put them <clears> easy and done, and it's cheap too, so... Yeah, they're not bad. I do the frozen vegetables. I'm a chef, and I eat frozen vegetables at home. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, I grew up in Mexico, so everything we, like, bought you there, like, we bought it. It's, like, fresh, fresh. It is fresh, fresh. Or we used yeah. to go to this, like, flea market, and then the flea market, they had, like, the fresh produce. So I was used to that when I came to the States. All right, it looks like, looks, like we, looks like we made it back. We had some technical difficulties there for a second. I was like, I was like, oh my god, it always happens to me. Oh, <laughs> well, it seems it seems to happen when we have guests usually. I don't know why. It's just, it, I think it's because me and Tommy are so pumped about having guests, and then like this happens, and we're like, oh no, our guests are gonna hate us. Anchor always lets us down. They're gonna have to get another nasty email. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to shoot on them. Yeah, you should. I think you should. Just <laughs> saying, they need to know. They need to get that feedback. So before it cut off, we were talking about uh, your meals and all that. And you said, you know, in Mexico, um, you were always eating fresh food. Mm-hmm. So you come to the States, and that's when you said you had to change it up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's just different here, or it was. Yeah. I mean, How long have you been in the U.S.? Um, uh, 14 years now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so all over now. I I started in San Diego. That's where I first moved in, and then I went to the Bay Area, and um, then now I'm in in Texas. So cool. So much. So you're you're only about are you three and a half, almost four years into your wrestling career? Uh, No, uh, it was three officially three official years in October. Okay. Okay. Starting my fourth year. So it's like October, November, December, January. Four, yep, three years and four months. So how's it feel to be doing awesome stuff three years in? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I was, like, thinking about that. It's what, it, we're January 7th. I haven't wrote my my goals for this year, but um, I don't know. I, I think I'm, like, maturing way too quick in the business. And because, like, like I said, I, I think I mentioned this so many times, but I always feel like I have a sense of urgency because I don't want to be wrestling until I'm 60. Yeah. You know, I want to do the things now and when I'm healthy, when I'm young, when I can still move. And um, and I have other, like, personal goals in the future uh, that might involve wrestling, that might not involve wrestling. But at the meantime, I want to, like, go. Like, I always, I have the, always this mentality, even with school, I'd go hard or go home. Right. And that's good. That's good to have. I mean, just in life in general, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is like, sometimes this is the only time you get the best out of it. And, um, uh, yesterday, uh, talking about like that, about this, uh, La Rosa Negra, she went on online in Japan and she started talking about the 25 women that she thinks are the best. And she mentioned me and the stuff that she said about me were really big and really impactful. That's awesome. So like, 
sometimes you don't get to hear that often but you know i i don't talk to her a lot but we're we're pretty good friends we talk you know when when we can but she said like she's been in the business for this this long and she doesn't have a, a huge push from like big companies and she's doing it on her own and like i said i'm doing it on my own because i have a lot to prove to to myself that you can come from anything and become somebody all right you're hey you're you're awesome your ring works great and me and tommy love watching it i think uh, plenty of other fans as well thank you thank you so much yeah and speaking of japan i was gonna ask you what it was how did, how did you feel and compare like japan to the states i mean it is different it's it's a different culture uh, the way that they see wrestling and you know, the whole, like, they say it's still alive, and they're very particular on that. Um, I, it was a great experience for me. I mean, it, it was, it helped me grow as a person. It helped me grow as a wrestler, and I'm really happy that it happened when it happened, and um, I would like to go again um, and work other people. You did two uh, since the there, right? Yes, I did two. Mm-hmm. I would like to do another one, shorter one, of course. Yeah, the first one was, like, three months. Mm-hmm. It was way too long. <laughs> but yeah, it was three months. The second one was two, but it was, the second one was, for me, was, um, in some aspects, it was better because I knew the place. I knew the place, I had friends already. I did a lot more stuff outside of wrestling, which made it much more rich, like the, the, the traveling experience. And, um, uh, and, um, it was just a lot of fun. The first one, it was amazing too because it, everything happened really quick, and you know, I met really wonderful people, and I made really, really good friends. So, and I still talk to them. Do you use them. some of that Japanese style in uh, your ring work? Um, I when I can, yes. Like I, I definitely use some of the stuff that I love. It's like a little tribute to your, you know, your your early days. No, I just got used to it, and I like. Okay. It. I mean, when there's a style that I like, I keep using it, and and definitely like the, the not a strong style, but it's more of a like a what's it fighting spirit. Okay. Especially when I'm baby face, that's what I. And do. that's me. Me and Tommy lately. I mean, that's been our our jam. Is that a lot of Japan and um that's what we've been watching mostly lately. It's just it's just fun, yeah, I, you know. Yeah, it is fun. It's different. It is definitely different. Like one time, one of my friends was like, "Send me a, a, a Japanese match from the '80s," and that was like my my what you call it? My inspiration for like my match during the like that later that day. I beat the crap out of the other girl. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun, but uh, yeah, I really like I said I'm really glad that that happened when it happened well and like you were saying like kayfabe over there is still alive they don't pull the curtain back as much as it is here in the states no they don't because you know they they still have that magazine just for pro wrestling and you know it's just like uh, stuff just for pro wrestling it's not like here like all out there is like the real deal you know what i'm saying like if you're a star out there you're a big star like you are like legend they, they, you become legend yeah wrestling is so big in japan and it, it always has been yeah it's a huge cultural thing there i mean i, I love that stuff um now i was gonna ask about your face paint uh where did you wh- what inspired you for your face paint design the half a face and uh, the colors and whatnot is it is uh, it f- 
it was suggested to me uh, when I first started um, to use something more like uh, traditional Mexican. And since I like sugar skulls, they, they say that I should do the face paint. So I started with full face paint with a promoter back then. She was like, man, it's kind of pretty. You shouldn't like paint your whole face. How about you paint half of your face? So we started painting half of my face only on that promotion. All the other promotions, I was just like, you know, my boring me. And then uh, when I went to the pen, I didn't use it face paint because I wanted to go I was, you know. I, li- I like the but, half of face paint. I think it looks awesome. I, I like it too. Because I don't have to do the whole thing. <laughs> and then uh, after I got a concussion, my husband suggested to me, he was like, listen, you're not getting over out there. You need to do something. I think if you like put the face paint on and then you tell your story on social media on how you got better after your concussion, I think it's going to be very powerful. Especially being Day of the Dead, which is mm-hmm. a celebration of Dead, uh, of our people that passed away in a happy in a happy way, right? So it was like, oh, okay, so we can celebrate that. I almost died and I came back alive, but I'm like, now I'm half dead, half alive. And I was like, yeah, something like that. That's cool. See, and I then, wanted to see the story behind it because I, I, I know most, there's usually a story behind somebody's pain, especially yours, because just, just looking at yours, it you can you can tell that it tells a story. So I had to, I had to ask what that was. Yeah, and I've I started using it ever since, you know, and um, um, I am very, now I'm very proud and I continue to be very proud of, of using it because it's not like, it's not a gimmick, it's, it's just like a real, a real thing and I also, it's like a representation of the place that I started uh, working at when I started training wrestling. It was a rehab facility for teenagers and a lot of them, they did not believe that I was going to become a wrestler. They doubted me. And um, and some of those kids uh, are no longer with us. The drugs and alcohol took them. So it also is a representation of, of the, the life that they live in, in when I work with them. Okay. Yeah, so it's not, a, it's not a gimmick. It's part of you. Yeah, it's, it's you. It's your exactly. life. Absolutely. It is, it is me. And it is part of, like I said, it's part of my culture. It's part of, like, kids that I work with, uh, part of my family. Um, my uh, Actually, my grandfather, he passed away watching a live wrestling show. And this is a true story. My uncle told me that. Wow. Uh, yeah, after he, like, I think I invited him to a show in Los Angeles, and he didn't want to come to a hesitant about coming. He took us for dinner or for lunch, I don't remember, and he told us, like, it's been 35 years since I stepped on a wrestling show. I saw my father died watching a wrestling show. And wrestling was something that I was not ready to watch. By watching you wrestle, it's like full circle. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Hey, yay for family. Go and watch Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you and your you you and your husband Brian own Sabotage, correct? Yes, he is the owner owner of the whole thing. I just um, I promote. Yeah, you're the you you're know. the you're the leg person. <laughs> yeah, and I, he's he's the booker. So if y'all are listening to this and you ask me to get booked, don't ask me. Ask my husband Brian Cervantes. You can reach him on Brian Sabotage at IG or on Facebook or on Twitter. Not me. 
Yeah, and I've had an interaction with him on Twitter as well. He's a really nice person. Oh, yeah, he's very nice. Until you piss him off. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you guys for the shirts as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope you like it. Yeah, can you please tell them how comfortable those shirts are? Oh, my gosh. I I haven't given Levi his yet. He'll get it next weekend when I go visit. Um, But I can say that it's the most comfortable T-shirt of wrestling that I've ever put on. Yeah. It is, it is. It was, like, the guy that ordered them, like, he really, he's very picky about everything. So another, actually, uh, just to make a plug again, uh, our, our, our wrestling show will be, hopefully, soon, 100% um, veteran-owned business here in the state of Texas, and we have a couple of uh, veterans working with us. So uh, he's another veteran that has been helping, helping us promote, and he's the one who, like, picked the, the quality of the shirt, the design, everything it was real good. So we're really, really particular about quality on our products and quality on our show. Too. And that's a good thing um, because, like I said on Twitter last night, uh, I'm going to a WWE show tonight with my kids. I'm taking them, and I will be wearing my Sabotage shirt to the show. So, Yeah, you better because you made me sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- Thunder Rosa was nice enough to do this in the morning because I realized that I'd booked her and I'd already bought tickets to WWE and I didn't put the dates together. So that was my bad. But we, I, I appreciate you doing this this early. <laughs> A 50 extra dollar guys. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of Well, we'll do uh, next week whenever whenever Tommy comes here. We'll, uh, we'll throw our sabotage shirts on and, and tweet you. Please, we'll. Oh, and I want to thank you for like plugging us in so much. Like it really, like it means a lot to us. Like we're working so hard every day on the streets and like you know in shows. It's just so tough. It's like promoting is not a joke. I, I mean, you guys watched the video when I came and promote the first show in Texas. Yeah, I came from California. I was like, I flew in for a whole week and I tried to put as many flyers as I could. And now I live here, and it's just like. Trying to juggle, like, uh, gotta go and drive for an hour to where the the show is. Now I have to like talk for hours to people, pass out my my card, like ask people if I can put flyers, if I can get like it is a full time job and it's not easy. You're a workhorse, dude. Um, yeah, I know. Like, I never stop. Like, every even when I'm like doing laundry or when I'm like training at at my uh jujitsu class, I'm passing out flyers and telling them that I'm a wrestler. Just come and watch me. Just never stop, you know. Like, as like that's how you make your money, and especially now that I moved to Texas, not a lot of people know who I am. So I'm like, I'm starting from zero again, and like, and especially with people that are not wrestling fans, that I'm trying to make them wrestling fans to come and support me in some other shows because they them coming with my shirts and coming to the show, it's money for me and it's money for for the promote for the promoter that is like paying you know my fee and stuff like that. And I want work, and I'm not afraid of work. You know, I, I don't want to work in a desk job or like behind a desk anymore. I want to do this. I love doing this. So if I can do like, like if I can do this this for a little while and I can find something super awesome that is related to this, like I will do it. But if in the meantime, I'm gonna work hard to make you know sabotage mm-hmm. successful, and that is you know hitting the streets and talking to people, and that's what we've been doing. And that's one of the main reasons. After I watched that video, I I, I mean I shared it obviously on Twitter as as promotion for the show and for, for the sabotage show. But after watching it and watching you, you know, put the flyers in the cars and on the windows and walking up to the truck driver and 
and explaining to him who you were and what the show was, you know, it was like, uh, it was, it was inspirational to me and it made me realize this is why I did all this, all the tweeting and promoting the show. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a waste of time to me it, it, because we love wrestling so much. And like we say all the time, we don't get paid to do this. We do this out of our, out of our passion for wrestling. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My mute, my mute button was like flashing. I don't really know what's oh, okay. going on with that. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome. It's just me and Tommy are like, he was just saying, we're so happy to be able to talk to wrestlers, especially one like yourself, who's just a hard worker. And it's a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show. And Tommy's a Tommy's a hell of a promoter himself. So he's been he's been doing a lot of the uh, promoting of the sabotage, and we hope we get you guys more notice as well. Uh, yeah, and you know, and, and every little thing helps, especially like I said for us because we we don't have uh, it's all privately funded. It's like management and I we privately fund this, and um, sometimes we get sponsors, sometimes we don't. So it's 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 a it's a struggle, you know, because like I could. Honestly, be putting the money to buy a house or to buy a car or to buy me some cool gear or, you know, to do other stuff. But it's like he also has a dream and I want to support that, which is like bringing more women into the business and like supporting them in a different way. Because he's he started, you know, paying dues with me. We did a lot of stuff in Northern California and we always noticed that there was never enough spaces for women in the car you know, for X or Y and Z. And then some of the matches that were on the show were not the best representation of wrestling, you know? So we took that and then we are like bringing it to our showing where we tried as much as possible to have some of the best matches and asked some of the girls to bring their A game because this is when it's going to separate us from everything because we, you know, we have, there's other female promotions in the country. But we, I believe in a way, even when we started, we, we are different, you know, in, in, that, in that aspect. It's like we are welcoming of everybody from every walk of life. We're not judgmental at all. And we just want girls to get a spot, to get an opportunity, to be able to um, seize the time and the opportunity that, you know, we can give them as big or as small as it is, you know. We love that because it's like me and Tommy have been saying, it's women's wrestling is has has risen so much like it's such it's such a big thing now and like we love watching it more and more every day because it's like um the women's wrestling goes out there and goes out there and steals the show sometimes you know yeah yeah because like i said all of us are working really hard to to you know bring the level up this and, and this it was i feel like this generation the last two three years because um I mean, there's still competition, but I think we're trying to like prove ourselves that we deserve more more spaces on a regular show. You're raising the bar, absolutely, and um, and that's what what Sabotage is doing. You know, it's like we're raising the bar in every aspect with intergender wrestling. But some people don't like it, and we get hear two or three comments, like negative comments. About I was how- I was going to ask about that too. I was I didn't know if you did get any bad. Uh, negative feedback about that yeah, because absolutely yeah they're like how are you guys doing it is wrong it shouldn't be a war between the genders and i'm like bro it's 
it's just the name of the show, like Come Come Hawaiian, yeah. or you know, it's just like it's not. Come down and check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that. It's like you should come and check what we're gonna do. Like some of this, I mean, some of the people we allow them to say some certain stuff, you know, because we know that's how they are. They're not meaning it's not real. Like they're not meaning to disrespect the other person. Yeah. But um, our first show, like the mat, the like quality and the level of the matches, it was amazing. Like we were all amazed on how good the matches were in, in San Diego, and um, and actually one got it voted uh, match of the year, I think, in SoCal. Wow. Yeah, so it's um, so it was really good, you know. Um, and then now we're bringing a whole intergender show to the state of Texas. I think is this is the first ever intergender show all intergender show in the state of texas so was the last one was in california yes the okay. last one was in california and now we're bringing it to texas and we are the only mostly all-female uh wrestling promotion in the state of texas and al- awesome. and also on that show joey ryan's gonna be there and uh I- he's been very vocal on twitter lately about you know equal rights and all that stuff and it, it's i mean when you watch his matches, you know, it's kind of, he always likes to put, you know, the women over. Yes. Yes. He's very big advocate of, of that, but, um, but he gets it, you know, he knows the business and he knows his, his money, you know, I mean, look at him, look, look, look at what he's doing Yeah. and he's making a killing. Yeah. He, def- he definitely it. is. You know, so it's like, I think um, we need more open-minded people, especially on how the business is, is moving forward. Absolutely. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be open-minded individuals that are willing to take risks in a business and where it's been, you know, very cookie-cutter. And now is the time to, to you know, make a statement and, and break barriers. And, and that's what we're doing with Sabotage. Like I said, there is a lot of um, other rest, women wrestling companies but there's nothing like us. Like I feel like, regardless if we're big, small, whatever, we are different. It's been a male-dominated sport for far too long. Uh-huh. It, it's definitely time for a change. And it continues to be because there's not a lot of female owners uh, on 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 these promotions. Um, and uh, it's very it was it's, even though it's like I said, it's women's promotions are very male-dominated. They book a certain way and um and like i said we more than you know like yeah we like we definitely like look uh people that look like athletes we look for talent we want talented women that are able to display a good match that are able to that are able to like use a mic and they're able to like be good performers we're big on that because that's just going to help our brand and it's going to help them too as much as, like I said, as much as we can, we do the promotion for them or we try to, like, give them opportunities. I'm not the type of person that if I have something, I'm very, I'm, I'm very caring and very sharing because that's my personality and same with Brian. You know, um, we've been taking advantage a lot in this, like, small amount of time. But, you know, we're just giving people and, um, and we like to give opportunities and that is, like, bookings and other places that, you know, they're looking for other women. I'll, you know, and it's just like, you know, sometimes you don't get that. Yeah. And, um, and for me, that's one of the stuff that helped me with my, my 
my friends from Mexico, my friends from Scotland when I went to Japan, um, they helped me get bookings. They, they put the word on for me and, and made it work. Like I said, because I'm a hard worker and I'm a professional and, you know, people will vouch for me. And, and it's so nice when, when you hear that uh, multiple times. It's like, oh, I would have never book a woman, but they give me so many good references of you and then seeing your work. It's just, it's just everything that they said is true. Yeah, and it seems like once we latched on to to you and Sabotage as a whole, I mean, 90% of our guests, previous and coming up, are on the show. Like tomorrow, Andy Dalton's going to be on. Uh, next week, Angel Blue and Baby D will be on. So, I mean, it wasn't just, you know, once I reached out, then they started coming to me and said, hey, you know, we, we, we want to do it too, so... Yeah, I mean that's like that's that's one of the things that Brian is really good at with with girls and the guys is like he he is doing some of the stuff that he did for me on with me with them and if they're like willing to hear and to have the time he was like this is what you do go for it and like he's he encouraged everybody in the roster all the girls baby D like Angel Blue I know Phoebe you guys had a, a, a thing with Phoebe too right? yeah 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 she was great she's amazing. She was, she's amazing. She has such a great story. I don't know if Erica Torres um, contacted you guys. She's really busy. But um, and um, Erica Torres, uh, who else? Let's see. Um, Barbie, do you guys contact Barbie? Hayes? I I try. I I reached out to her. I never heard back from her. Um, yeah, she, she she's. I think she's pretty busy too, though. Like we reached out to Joey, and uh, I had a couple of emails back and forth with uh, Leva. She's really busy, so she was gonna try to do something today, but it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem like it's gonna work out. But that's okay. I mean, we still. I mean, I appreciate her even getting back to me. So, yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like our roster, that's what we have to do with our roster. Like because it's not it's not only like promotion for sabotage; it's promotion for them. Yeah, too. and that and that's yeah. what we're all about. I mean, we we want to help your promotion get over, but we want to help you know independent wrestlers who don't necessarily have the platform to to you know tell their story and how they got into the business and everything i mean that's that's why we're doing what we're doing we like i i mean as much as you know it'd be cool to have you know chris jericho or kenny omega or somebody like that on you know we we like independent wrestling too we yeah we want to reach out to people who don't have that platform and well and not everybody's heard their not everybody's heard their story either you know yeah so it's like it's cool to get get somebody on here and be like, Hey man, tell your story or Hey, Hey girl, tell your story. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what, you know, in, 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 in what we do with sabotage is like, uh, we, that's another thing that we, people used to like criticize us when we started, like guys, you guys have nobody on the card. These girls are like, nobody, nobody knows who they are. And I was just like, I'll be an I'll be like, where do you think I start? Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Like, I started being a star. No, I started from the bottom. Like, yeah, exactly. And I took it and I run with it and I'm still running with it, you know. So for you, I'm sorry, like I get very passionate about this. But for you to say that we have nobody in our card, can we curse here or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can go and fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, like it's a fucking like you're slapping me in the face yeah. because these girls work so hard and they're making so many sacrifices to get an opportunity and maybe to be seen and maybe to get something, you know. And for you to say that, shame on you. Yeah. Like, well, and they don't get an opportunity because no, I don't want to say nobody because obviously you do, but people don't give them the opportunity. You have to, you have to give somebody a chance, you know, to show what, what they can do. I think that's a big part of the business. A hard part about the business now for everybody up and coming is that not everybody's willing to have that open mind to give somebody a chance. No, they're not. They're not. And that's, and like I said, that's why we take sabotage is, is, is all that we're all like taking risks. And, and, and how cool would it be to be, you know, be sabotage per se, or, um, you know, and you bring somebody in that nobody's ever heard of and you create a star out of them and then everybody wants them. So you, yeah. you, you basically get somebody over, you know, there's a, there's always that possibility of doing that too. Yeah. And, and that's, like I said, that's what we strive for. And, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, I mean, unfortunately with some of the people that we want to work, you know, personal stuff happened. They have to move, move away from wrestling. But you know, the ones that we have like right now, we're like really talking to them and like, cause we see passion, we see talent, we see the, the, the aspects that is needed for, for them to, to be successful. Right. And I'm telling you with this, like uh, word of the genders too, and like how the matches are set up, uh, there's a huge opportunity for them to 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 rise after the occasion. How many matches do you got on the card? We have oh lord. Oh lord, let me see. I think we have seven or eight. Yeah. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a kick ass show. Have you all decided if you're gonna stream it or not? No, we're not streaming it because we want people to come to the show and watch the matches. Right. Will it be we available to purchase afterwards? <laughs> Yeah, it will be available for purchase on download. On um, uh, we don't sell DVDs. Uh, we're on the like the team was like discussing to sell DVDs or not. It's just like uh, you know, it's, it's really slowly and, and to push them is kind of hard. But uh, we have DVDs from the first show, Sabotage One, in California when we first uh, debut and their first sale. Um, but yeah, we have eight matches. We have uh, let's see, let's start with the four on four team Dalton versus Team Blue. This one is, uh, this match is uh, in the state of Texas. It has got a lot of buzz, not from the fans, but from the workers, because Team Blue and Team uh, Dalton have history. Yes. Personal history going on, and uh, it's going to be pretty nasty. (laughs) Yeah, and I think we're going to get some info on that tomorrow and next Sunday from the both of them, because they'll both be on, so... (laughs) Yeah, and then when we told people that they were gonna wrestle, they were gonna be in the same in the same match. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, 
something that happened. And the funny part too is that uh, it just trickled down. Like now, Ray Ortiz and Kiwi are ki- uh, beefing too. Ray Ortiz said that she's gonna like kill Kiwi. Kiwi, I never seen Kiwi so mad with her balloon. So it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> she was re- talking about that the balloon thing. How she said some people like won't take her serious. No, she's she's awesome. She's a great character. Uh, yeah. She she's just really good. She's just really good. I really enjoy it. Nikki Knight and Robin Reed are gonna be there too. Uh, Robin Reed is working really hard. She's been training really hard in Florida right now, and um, she she comes back to Texas. She was from Texas. She's a triple champion, so she's gonna have fun in this match. Double D the first time in the show, and Gregory James, who I worked in other shows before, it's another great talent from Texas. And Nikki Knight also, it's it's really really good. Then we have uh, GPA and Kylie Ray. This is like a possible show stealer. Both of them back together. Both of them train together in Chicago. I personally know both of them. I train with both of them. Um, I wrestled GPA in um, Freelance, and it was pretty intense. I I had so much fun uh, going back and forth with him on our on our match on our promos, and it was great. He's a great talent, and he's I think he's like underrated, very underrated, and um, I'm really happy that he's working with us. And Kylie, she's on the rise. You know, she's been. Um, She's been moving and really quickly, uh, really soon, and um, I'm really happy for her. And um, I think she has future to be signed in WWE. She's awesome, really good talent. And then we have High uh, End and Erica Torres, which is the LTO versus Jordan X and um, Rocket Boy. Jordan is from Texas. Uh, Rocket Boy is from California, but he has a lot of family here in Texas, so he's very excited to be here. Um, and this match is potentially going to be one a really good match, too. Uh, both of them are great talent, and the ladies are great talent, too. And Erica, hands down, one of the best wrestlers I've been in the ring with. She is so good. I, I have nothing good to tell to tell you guys about Erica Torres. You should watch. She's She should be somebody that you guys are watching. Like, not only as a wrestler, but as a, a woman, like a total package, man. Like she is amazing. Like I'm, I'm amazed of how good she is, and how much passion she has for this business. Awesome. And then we have Leva Bates and the Punisher B Boy. B Boy never been in Texas. This is his first time in Texas, and he's gonna go with Leva Bates. So they've been going back and forth on Twitter, and I know this is one of the matches that won't disappoint. B Boy always brings it. Always, always does. Then we have um, our current champion, Girl Power, Heather Monroe versus uh, Fuego Del Sol. Fuego Del Sol is a local guy. Um, he's also on the rise. He's very nice, very professional. And this is going to be a lucha match, which I'm really excited. Uh, Heather Monroe trains in Santinos. Uh, she is uh, a really good wrestler, too. I enjoy working with her. I worked with her before, and I trained with her before. And how she won the championship in Santino's was kind of, um, uh, people were very upset. She went over Delilah Doom, which is our former uh, champion. So we'll see what happens. You know, in Sabotage, you guys have to be, you know, ready for anything. That's why we call Sabotage. Uh-huh. Um, then we have one of the matches that people have been waiting for, which is uh, the uh, Joey Ryan and Barbie Hayden. All right. You guys can expect the unexpected on this map. Then we have Baby D versus T- Human Tornado, 
this guys had been going on for like three months even before we announced that they were going uh, on a match. Human Tornado is just nasty. He just likes to talk shit all the time and he's been proven that he loves to talk crap about uh, Baby D. Baby D is loved by fans in Texas and Dallas. She got a uh, Women Wrestler of the Year um, and um, and in San Antonio, she's one of the most loved characters. And when she gets mad, she goes all balls out. So we are really looking forward for this match. And um, I don't know what Human Tornado is going to do. He's just, you know, crazy. So I'm really, <laughs> really looking forward to this. And the main event, of course. Thunder Rosa versus Sammy Guevara. I want to make a statement. I was actually make a video, but I'm probably going to make it later. But I'm going to say something. Um, I've been calling this punk for calling him out for over let's see since they announced that we we're gonna wrestle each other. Um, I had to learn a new skill, which was to ride a horse to do this kick-ass promo. I hope you guys. See I that. did. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Now you guys can see I'm from Texas because just I train like the Eric's now. But I think Sammy is really scared of confident, strong women like me, and he has. He's been pretty speechless. He hasn't said nothing about our match. And I'm not expecting nothing from him. I'm just like, uh, he should just expect that I'm going to beat the shit out of him because that's, that's what I do. You hear that, Sammy? Sammy, all your high flying stuff, all your I'm the best in the world, the best ever, it doesn't work for me. I've been in the ring with some of the best women and men in the world. So this is your first time on the rodeo with a woman in the ring. So expect the unexpected. Yeah, Sammy. And you said you were going to come on the show and then you never got back to me, you jerk. Punk. Exactly. See? I mean, he's the best ever I promising thing. So let's see what happens. Thunder Rosa. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get down there and see a sabotage show, Oh, man. I want to go so bad. I, it's a must. It's just a different show. I, I can't tell you how different. upset I am that I cannot go. Oh, and then I forgot to mention. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I called out Mia Khalifa. I was gonna. I yes. wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. So, um, well, long story short, she was talking crap about wrestling. Everybody's shitting on her, and I was just like. She's from fucking Austin. I'm just going to invite her. What is she going to say? No. And then everybody else is going to hate her even more. You know? So I was like, I invited her. She said she's coming. And if you don't believe it, guys, she's coming. Wow. She's coming. So if you really, really, really think you can't make it, you should. Because you're going to see something that you've never seen, which is her there. You know? And maybe um, we have a lot of surprises in the show. So you should come. And she's an addition. Yeah, she said she's coming. She she, meant, she even mentioned it on her YouTube uh, show when uh, the out of bounds. Yeah, out of bounds. She mentioned it with uh, Eva Marie was there. So. Oh yeah, and you know what? I watched that because Eva Marie was kind of going back and forth with her because she's been you know she's been talking about how wrestling's not a sport and blah blah blah, and she's been kind of just talking shit. And I love that even Eva Marie was. Just kind of letting her know how it is. That was really awesome. I mean, you know, and that's like, I think a lot of people think it's not a sport, but I was like, it's, it's not about thinking about it's not a sport. It's just like, I mean, we all know that k is dead. Yeah. And, you know, but, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, I still, like, 
it takes training to be in the ring. But just the the physical and mental stuff you guys go through is like, I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. So for somebody to say that it's not, for somebody to look at it like that just isn't right because you go out there, you take bumps, and you just you are getting your ass kicked and you're kicking somebody's ass. So yeah, it does. It does pay a physical toll on you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, like I said, I hope you guys buy the, 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 the stream and you guys can see. And, yes. You know, because I think that's the reason why I invited her because I, I don't think she's ever been in a wrestling show. She likes other sports. She's very knowledgeable about other sports and she's very vocal about it, which, you know, I really like and admire from a woman because, again, sports is like a male-dominated business. And when you have somebody so opinionated about stuff, she's going to get heat, you know? And she takes it real well. She doesn't care. And, um, you know, and all the, all the other extracurricular activities she did before, you know, it's mm-hmm. like the heat that she gets, you know? And and it takes uh, somebody very strong to take all that bullying because there's a lot of bullying going on. Regardless if she offended people or not, you know, there's some stuff that, you know, shouldn't be said, but whatever. Uh, she's coming to the show. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so if if uh, people can't make it, where can they find uh, the stream or the download after the show? It's going to be on HillfaceWrestling.com. Um, they are working on uploading the stuff. I don't, I'm not sure if the, our uh, last show is on online, but all our other shows are for sale. Right okay. Now. So you guys can go on Healface, uh Wrestling. We'll be on there. But um, but this year, that's another thing that we're trying to, like, really um, work on is getting our streams uh, to be more popular. And, uh, like, people are really missing on the shows, too. It's like, like I t- I'm telling you, like, our shows are top-notch. Like, the matches are just... Well, in the streaming services, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of companies are doing that now. And so I think... You guys are gonna do that, and it's gonna it's gonna put you even more out there, and that'll be. I'll I'll show it to everybody. I'll let everybody know they need to get it. Yeah, and it's, it's like I said, um, it's it's just so for us to like continue to running and continue to keep going, especially if it's privately owned. Is like that's what we need. We need it. You know, we need that because it costs money. Like it's, it's time consuming, and like our, our editors and stuff, they're very talented. I have a we have Rudy and um, Rogelio, which are part of a heel face. Um, they're very talented, man. Uh, uh, Rudy did my helping with my um, mini documentary, and Rogelio, he's been doing a lot of the editing for for our, our promos. And my promo, he did it like screenshot by screenshot. What you saw, it was like it was my idea, but he made it happen, you know. So he's very talented, and like I think we're gonna start having like more cool stuff in the future because we have very talented people in our show from production. To the top. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So- Everybody needs to check out Sabotage Wrestling. If you haven't already, you need to check out Sabotage Wrestling. Yes, you do. And if you want to plug the date, Thunder Rosa, you can go ahead and do that now. We'll let you go. I'm sure you've got other stuff you've got to do today. So I, I just have to eat. I, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to keep you too much longer. So wanna, you, you need to get your date. first of five meals. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess I'm hungry. All right. It's uh, January 19th. It's out of Friday night. Yes, a Friday night. Come and take it live in East Riverside in Austin, Texas. Tickets are for sale at sabotagetexas.com or tickets are for sale at the door. 
again, January 19th. All right, so if you're in the Austin area, you plan on traveling to Austin for this, make sure you go. And if you are traveling to it, thank you for supporting Sabotage Wrestling. Thank you for you don't supporting. Just, you don't just want to go to the show. You need to go to you, the Sabotage Wrestling show to. because it will be a show of shows in the Austin area. That's for sure. And the Texas. In Texas, I should say. Yeah, in Texas, guys. In Texas. We're bringing, like I said, we're bringing people that have never been here before. We're debuting people in the state of Texas, which is super exciting. And they're all very talented people in our, like I said, our, our ladies work really, really hard, and um, we're taking up the notch, mate. Up a notch, always. That'd be good. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Thunder Rosa. Oh, I'm glad you guys um, invited me to your to your show, and I hope I wasn't too um, feisty or too um, whatever. This is me. Sorry, guys. No, no, we <laughs> no. That's awesome. We knew it was coming. This is you're the guest we wanted. We want somebody who wants to talk, not just be quiet and wait for questions. Exactly. You have you have you know we you come on and you tell everybody. And and just do the talking. Tell them what you think. Promote your stuff. That's what we're all about. Yeah, I'm talking about promoting my stuff like blasting. Uh, I plug uh, my social media is ThunderRosa22 on Instagram and Twitter. I just followed you on Instagram this morning, by the way. Thank you. And I love, I watch my stories. My stories are funny sometimes. All right. I, yeah, those are fun. I like that. Um, ThunderRosa2 for my Facebook. I'm not accepting people on my regular Facebook, so please do not send me a request because I won't accept you. Uh, and um, my website is unstoppabletr.com. Unstoppabletr.com. I have uh, merchandise available for purchase there. And also I have a P.O. box that you guys can send me stuff if you want to. I always accepting anything, food, donations, anything. At uh, P.O. Box 18, San Marcos, Texas, 78667. And that's it. All right. And you also have a pro wrestling tee store as well, but you prefer to buy it from oh, your I website. Forgot about yes, I do have a pro wrestling t shirt. Uh, just check it out, Thunder Rosa. And I also do Celeb Web, Celeb VM. Um, we sell videos, uh, personalized videos. So you can order them, and, and I can give you a personalized video. And don't forget, I'm Cobra Moon on Lucha Underground, too. So yeah, we, did, I, before, we didn't before touch we on get that. off on that. I wanted to ask: um, we, Are you going to be on the season four filming? I better be on motherfucking season four. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you said you better fucking be on it. <laughs> yeah, I better be on season four. I haven't. I haven't watched season three yet, so I was going to watch that one. And I understand that you're a bigger a bigger player in season three, right? Last I remember I was a queen on season three. Yeah, that's okay. I yeah. Queen. I had a, a whole like, thing, you know, going on. Yeah, you had your thing. own stable on season three. I got my stable and everything, but, you know, season four, I better be the queen of queens. Baby. You hear that, L Ray Network? You better, she better be on there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cobra Moon has been, like, dormant for, like, two years now, so she's ready to slay, like legit slay. Like she already killed somebody, so she'd be ready to kill more. Mofo, so. Yeah. so there you go. It's not only Thunder Rosa. It's also Cobra Moon on Lucha Underground on El Rey Network, which my mom used to watch wrestling with me way back in the day when I was a kid. But now yeah. the only wrestling she watches is Lucha Underground. Mom, you're smart. Like, that's all I have to say. Mom, you're smart. You <laughs> get a Cobra Moon t-shirt because I got new one. There we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> we we should get her one, Levi. Yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah. I told her. I told her uh, Cobra Moon was going to be on from Lucha, and she was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Yeah. Totally. Totally. All right. So, we'll go get you something to eat. We'll let you go. Once again, it's been a, it's been a great pleasure talking to you, Thunder Rosa. You're awesome. Uh, we hope the show goes great, and we're going to try to attend uh, another one soon. Yeah, we'll probably be posting um, the rest of the dates for the same Come and Take It Live in the next couple of weeks. We're still working on some stuff. But, um, yeah, guys, uh, we would like to see more people coming from other, from other states, I think. Uh, right now, Texas wrestling is becoming a hotbed, and um, the more we have people supporting the product the, the longer we're going to run and I think we, this can be this can be something and we have a lot of up and comer girls and I'm working with a lot of them because they need to see and they need somebody that is not a man to tell them what to do you know it's uh, because I'm doing it in a way like you guys were saying I've been working my ass off to be and to have what I have in the last three and a half years and some people they jump hurdles and then do things and they end up being in another position because of who they know because of who they dating and whatever all right well if we come we have to get we have to be able to do a run-in i'll blade for you yeah i want to super kick somebody (laughs) oh god you guys i want to be super kicked i'll super kick you and you can you can blade okay well it's up it's up to thunder though it's up to thunder so let her let her decide guys, what goes down. You guys are getting bitch slapped. That's what That'll I'm work. I'll, hey, I'll yeah. do it. I don't I'll care. I'll blade after the bitch slap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Take care. You're welcome. Have a good night or morning or if have fun at WWE. I will. It won't It won't be sabotage, but it'll, it'll suffice for the kiddos. All right, man. Thank Take you, care. Thunder Rosa. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Thunder Rosa. She was an awesome guest. And like like we've said, you know, multiple times, check out Sabotage War of the Genders and just Sabotage Wrestling in general. That is January 19th in Austin, Texas. Tickets at SabotageTexas.com. All right. So. Follow Thunder Rosa on Twitter at ThunderRosa22. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Tommy Walter. Me at Levi D. Zindel. Share this podcast with your friends. Your enemies. Your enemies' friends. Your enemies' grandmother. What? <laughs> enemies' grandfather. What? Oh, don't start doing that because we'll get cut off. Yeah. <laughs> that always happens. It's, it's time to go anyways. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, All right. everybody, we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Dirty Andy Dalton. All right. Looks like, looks like, we, looks like we made it back. We had some technical difficulties there for a second. It was like, I was like, oh my god, it always happens to me. Oh. <laughs> well, it seems it seems to happen when we have guests usually. I don't know why. It's just it, I think it's because me and Tommy are so pumped about having guests, and then like this happens, and we're like, oh no, our guests are gonna hate us. Anchor always lets us down. They're gonna have to get an- another nasty email. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have to shoot on them. Yeah, you should. I think you should. <laughs> they need to know. They need to get that feedback. So before it cut off, we were talking about uh, your meals and all that. And you said, you know, in Mexico, um, you were always eating fresh food. Mm-hmm. So you come to the States, and that's when you said you had to change it up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's just different here, or it was. Yeah. 
being... How long have you been in the U.S.? Um, like 14 years now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm all over now. And I mean, I, I started in San Diego. That's where I first moved in. And then I went to the Bay Area. And, um, and then now I'm in, in Texas, so. Cool. So much fun. So you're... It, you're only about, are you three and a half, almost four years into your wrestling career? Uh, no, uh, it was three officially, three official years in October. Okay, okay. Yeah. Starting my fourth year. So it's like October, November, December, January, four, yep, three years and four months. So how's it feel to be doing awesome stuff three years in? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I was like thinking about that. It's what, uh, we're January 7th. I haven't wrote my, my goals for this year, but um, I don't know. I, I think I'm like maturing way too quick in the business, and because like like I said, I, I think I mentioned this so many times, but I always feel like I have a sense of urgency because I don't want to be wrestling until I'm sixty. Yeah, you know, I want to do the things now and when I'm healthy, when I'm young, when I can still move, and um, and I have other like personal goals in the future. Uh, that might involve wrestling, that might not involve wrestling. But at the meantime, I want to, like, go. Like, I, always, I have the, always this mentality, even with school, I go hard or go home. Right. And that's good That's good to have. I mean, just in life in general, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is, like, sometimes this is the only time you get the best out of it. And um, uh, yesterday... Uh, talking about like that about this uh, La Rosa Negra she went on online in Japan and she started talking about the 25 women that she thinks are the best and she mentioned me and the stuff that she said about me were really big and really impactful that's awesome so like sometimes you don't get to hear that often but you know I I don't talk to her a lot but we're we're pretty good friends we talk you know when when we can but she said like she's been in the business for this this long and she doesn't have a a huge push from like big companies and she's doing it on her own. And like I said, I'm doing it on my own because I have a lot to prove to, to myself that you can come from anything and become somebody. All right. And you're, Hey, you're, you're awesome. Your ring works great. And me and Tommy love watching it. And I think uh, plenty of other fans as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And speaking of Japan, I was going to ask you what it was. How did, how did you feel and compared like Japan to the States? I mean, it is different. It's it's a different culture, uh, the way that they see wrestling, and you know, the whole like kayfabe still alive, and they're very particular on that. Um, uh, it was a great experience for me. I mean, it it was it helped me grow as a person. It helped me grow as a wrestler, and I'm really happy that it happened when it happened. And um, I would like to go again um, and work other people. You did two since there, right? Yes, I did too. I would like to do another one, shorter one, of course. Yeah, the first one was like three months. It was way too long. <laughs> but yeah, it was three months. The second one was two, but it was the second one was for me was um, in some aspects it was better because I knew the place, I knew the place, I had friends already. I did a lot more stuff outside of wrestling, which made it much more rich, like the the, the traveling experience. And um, uh, and um, I was just a lot of fun. The first one it was amazing too because it, everything happened really quick and 
you know, I met really wonderful people and I made really, really good friends. So, and I still talk to them. Do you use some of that Japanese style in uh, your ring work? Um, I when I can, yes. Like I, I definitely use some of the stuff that I love. It's like a little tribute to your, you know, your your early days. No, I just got used to it, and I like. Okay. I mean, when there's a style that I like, I keep using it, and and definitely like the the, not a strong style, but it's more of a like a what's it fighting spirit. Okay. Especially when I'm babyface, that's what I. And that's me. Me and Tommy lately. I mean, that's been our our jam. Is that a lot of Japan and. Um, that's what we've been watching mostly lately. It's just, it's just fun, yeah, you know? Yeah, it is fun. It's different. It is definitely different. Like one time, one of my friends was like, send me a, a, a Japanese match from the eighties. And that was like my, my, whatchamacallit, my inspiration for like my match during the, like that later that day, I beat the crap out of the other girl. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. But uh, yeah, I really, like I said, I'm really glad that it, that happened when it happened. Well, and like you were saying, like kayfabe over there is still alive. They don't pull the curtain back as much as it is here in the states. No, they don't, because you know cause they they still have that magazine just for pro wrestling, and you know it's just like uh, stuff just for pro wrestling. It's not like here, like all out there is like the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a star out there, you're a big star. Like you are like legend that they, they, you become legend yeah wrestling is so big in japan and it, it always has been yeah it's a huge cultural thing there i mean i, I love that stuff um now i was gonna ask about your face paint uh where did you wh- what inspired you for your face paint design the half a face and uh the colors and whatnot is it is uh, it f- it was suggested to me uh when i first started um to do something more like uh, traditional Mexican, and since I like sugar skulls, they they say that I should do the face paint. So I started with full face paint. With a promoter back then, she was like, "Man, it's kind of pretty. You shouldn't like paint your whole face. How about you paint half of your face?" So we started painting half of my face only on that promotion. All the other promotions, I was just like, you know, my boring me. And then uh, when I went to Japan, I didn't use it facing because I wanted to... Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I like I like the but, half a face paint. I think it looks awesome. I I like it too because I don't have to do the whole thing. <laughs> and then, uh, after I got a 
concussion, my husband suggested to me, he was like, listen, you're not getting over out there. You need to do something. I think if you, like, put the face paint on and then you tell your story on social media on how you got better after your concussion, I think it's going to be very powerful, especially being Day of the Dead, which is means a celebration of, de- of, of our people that passed away in a happy in a happy way, right? So it was like, oh, okay, so we can celebrate that. I almost died and I came back alive, but I'm like, now I'm half dead, half alive. And I was like, yeah, something like that. That's cool. See, and I yeah. wanted to see the story behind it because I, I, I know most, there's usually a story behind somebody's pain, especially yours, because just, just looking at yours, it, you can, you can tell that it tells a story. So I had to, I had to ask what that was. Yeah, and I, I started using it ever since, you know, and, um, um, I am very now. I'm very proud, and I continue to be very proud of, of using it because it's not like it's not a gimmick. It's, it's just like a real, a real thing. And I also it's like a representation of the place that I started uh, working at when I started training wrestling. It was a rehab facility for teenagers, and a lot of them they did not believe that I was going to become a wrestler. They doubted me, and um. And some of those kids uh, are no longer with us. That drugs and alcohol took them. So it also is a representation of of the the life that they live in. And when I work with them, okay. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a gimmick. It's part of you. Yeah, it's, it's you. It's your exactly. life. Absolutely, it is. It is me, and it is part of like I said, it's part of my culture. It's part of like the kids that I work with. Uh, part of my family. Um, my uh, actually my grandfather. He passed away watching a live wrestling show, and this is a true story. My uncle told me that. Wow. Uh, yeah, after he like, I think I invited him to a show in Los Angeles, and he didn't want to come to his hesitant about coming. He took us for dinner or for lunch. I remember, and he told us like, it's been thirty-five years since I stepped on a wrestling show. I saw my father died watching a wrestling show. And wrestling was something that I was not ready to watch. By watching you wrestle, it's like full circle. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Hey, yay for family. Go and watch the <laughs> <A> movie. <laughs> so uh, you, and your, you, you and your husband, Brian, own Sabotage, correct? Yeah. He is the owner-owner. Of the whole thing, I just um, I promote. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the leg person. (laughs) Yeah, and he's he's the booker. So if y'all are listening to this and you ask me to get booked, don't ask me. Ask my husband Brian Cervantes. You can reach him on Brian Sabotage at IG or on Facebook or on Twitter. Not me. Yeah, and I've had an interaction with him on Twitter as well. He's a really nice person. Oh yeah, he's very nice. Until you piss him off. (laughs) We want to thank you guys for the shirts as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope you like it. Can you please tell them how comfortable those shirts are? Oh, my gosh. I I haven't given Levi his yet. He'll get it next weekend when I go visit. Um, But I can say that it's the most comfortable T-shirt of wrestling that I've ever put on. Yeah, it is. It is. It was like the guy that ordered them, like he really he's very picky about everything. Another, actually, uh, just to make a plug again, uh, our, our, our wrestling show will be, hopefully soon, 100% um, better known business here in the state of Texas, 
and we have a couple of uh, veterans working with us. So uh, he's another veteran that has been helping helping us promote, and he's the one who like picked the the quality of the shirt, the design, everything. It was really good. So we're really really particular about quality on our products and quality on our show too. And that's a good thing um, because, like I said on Twitter last night, uh, I'm going to a WWE show tonight with my kids. I'm taking them, and I will be wearing my Sabotage shirt to the show. So, Yeah, you better because you made me sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Th- Thunder Rosa was nice enough to do this in the morning because I realized that I'd booked her, and I'd already bought tickets to WWE, and I didn't put the dates together. So that was my bad, but we, I, I appreciate you doing this this early. <laughs> 50 extra dollars guys. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll do uh next week whenever whenever tommy comes here we'll uh we'll throw our sabotage shirts on and, and tweet you please we'll oh and i want to thank you for like plugging us in so much like it really like it means a lot to us like we're working so hard every day on the streets and like you know and shows is just so tight it's like promoting is not a joke I, I mean, you guys watched the video when I came and promoted the first show in Texas. Yeah. I came from California. I was like, I flew in for a whole week and I tried to put as many flyers as I could. And now I live here and it's just like trying to juggle. Like, uh, I got to go and drive for an hour to where the, the show is. And then I have to like talk for hours to people, pass out my my card, like ask people if I can put flyers, if I can get, like, it is a full-time job and it's not easy. You're a workhorse. Dude, um, yeah, I know. Like, I never stop. Like, every, even when I'm, like, doing laundry or when I'm, like, training at, at my uh, jiu-jitsu class, I'm passing out flyers and telling them that I'm a wrestler and come and watch me. Just never stop. You know, like, I was, like, that's how you make your money. And especially now that I moved to Texas, not a lot of people know who I am. So I'm, like, I'm starting from zero again. And, like, and especially with people that are not wrestling fans that I'm trying to make them wrestling fans to come and support me in some of the shows because they, them come in with my shirts and coming to the show is money for me. And it's money for, for the promote, for the promoter that is like paying, you know, my fee and stuff like that. And I want work and I'm not afraid of work. You know, I, I don't want to work in a desktop or like behind a desk anymore. I want to do this. I love doing this. So if I can do like like if I can do this this for a little while and I can find something super awesome that is related to this, like I will do it. But if in the meantime I'm gonna work hard to make you know sabotage mm. successful and that is you know hitting the streets and talking to people and that's what we've been doing. And that's one of the main reasons after I watched that video, I I, I mean I shared it obviously on Twitter as as promotion for the show and for for the sabotage show. But after watching it and watching you you know, put the flyers in the cars and on the windows and walking up to the truck driver and, and explaining to him who you were and what the show was, you know, it was like, uh, it was, it was inspirational to me. And it made me realize this is why I did all this, all the tweeting and promoting the show. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a waste of time to me it, it, because we love wrestling so much. And like we say all the time, we don't get paid to do this. We do this out of our, out of our passion for wrestling. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, my mute my mute button was like flashing. I don't really know what's oh, okay. going on with that. But uh yeah, it's I mean it's awesome. It's just me and Tommy are like he was just saying, we're so happy to be able to talk to wrestlers, especially one like yourself who's just a hard worker. And it's a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show. 
and Tommy's a Tommy's a hell of a promoter himself. So he's been he's been doing a lot of the uh, promoting of the sabotage, and we hope we get you guys more notice as well. Uh, yeah, and you know, and, and every little thing helps, especially like I said for us because we we don't have uh, it's all privately funded. It's like Jonathan and I we privately fund this, and um, sometimes we get sponsors, sometimes we don't. So it's 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 a it's a struggle, you know, because like that could honestly be putting the money to buy a house or to buy a car or to buy me some cool gear or you know to do other stuff but it's like he also has a dream and I want to support that which is like bringing more women into the business and like supporting them in a different way because he's he started you know paying dues with me we did a lot of stuff in Northern California and we always noticed that there was never enough spaces for women in the car you know for x or y and z and then some of the matches that were on the show were not the best representation of wrestling you know so we took that and then we are like bringing it to our showing where we tried as much as possible to have some of the best matches and asked from the girls to bring their a game because this is when it's going to separate us from everything because we you know we have there's other female promotions in the country but we, I believe in a way, even when we started, we, we are different, you know, in, in, in aspect. It was like we are welcoming of everybody from every walk of life. We're not judgmental at all. And we just want girls to get a spot, to get an opportunity, to be able to um, seize the time and the opportunity that, you know, we can give them as big or as small as it is, you know. We love that because it's like me and Tommy have been saying, it's women's wrestling is has has risen so much like it's such it's such a big thing now and like we love watching it more and more every day because it's like um the women's wrestling goes out there and goes out there and steals the show sometimes you know yeah yeah because like i said all of us are working really hard to to you know bring the level up this and, and this it was i feel like this generation the last two three years because um I mean, there's still competition, but I think we're trying to like, prove ourselves that we deserve more more spaces on a regular show. You're raising the bar, absolutely, and um, and that's what what Sabotage is doing. You know, it's like we're raising the bar in every aspect with intergender wrestling. But some people don't like it, and we get here uh, two, three comments, like negative comments. About I was how- I was going to ask about that too. I was I didn't know if you did get any bad. Uh, negative feedback about that yeah, because absolutely yeah they're like how are you guys doing it is wrong it shouldn't be a war between the genders and i'm like bro it's it's just the name of the show like come on come on uh, or you know it's just like it's not come down and check it out <laughs> yeah it's not about that it's like you should come and check what we're gonna do like some of this i mean some of the people we allow them to say some certain stuff you know, because we know that's how they are. They're not meaning, it's not real. Like, they're not meaning to disrespect the other person. Yeah. But um, our first show, like, the mat, the like, quality and the level of the matches, it was amazing. Like, we were all amazed on how good the matches were in, in San Diego. And um, and actually, one got it voted uh, match of the year, I think, in SoCal. Wow. Yeah, so it's, um, so it was really good, you know. Um and then now we're bringing a whole intergender show to the state of Texas. I think is this is the first 
ever intergender show, all intergender show in the state of Texas. So was the last one was in California? Yes. The okay. last one was in California, and now we're bringing it to Texas. And we are the only mostly all-female uh, wrestling promotion in the state of Texas. And, al- awesome. and also on that show, Joey Ryan's going to be there. And uh, I- he's been b- very vocal on Twitter lately about, you know, equal rights and all that stuff. And it, it's, I mean, when you watch his matches, you know, it's kind of, he, he always likes to put, you know, the women over. Yes. Yes, he's very big advocate of, of that. But um, but he gets it, you know, he knows the business and he knows his, his money, you know. I mean, look at him. Look, look, look at what he's doing. Yeah. And he's making a killing. Yeah, he, de- from he definitely is. You know, so it's like, I think uh, we need more open-minded people, especially on how the business is, is moving forward. Absolutely. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be open-minded individuals that are willing to take risks in a business and where it's been, you know, very cookie-cutter. And now is the time to, to you know, make a statement and, and break barriers. And, and that's what we're doing with Sabotage. Like I said, there is a lot of um, other rest, women wrestling companies, but there's nothing like us. Like, I feel like regardless if we're big, small, whatever, we are different. It's been a male-dominated sport for far too long. Uh-huh. It, it's definitely time for yeah. a change. And it continues to be because there's not a lot of female owners uh, on 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 these promotions, um, and uh, it's very it was it's, even though it's like I said, it's women's promotions are very male dominated. They book a certain way, and um, and like I said, we more than you know, like yeah, we like we definitely like look uh, people that look like athletes. We look for talent. We want talented women that are able to display a good match that are able to that are able to like use a mic and they're able to like be good performers. We're big on that because that's just gonna help our brand and it's gonna help them too. As much as like I said, as much as we can, we do the promotion for them or we try to like give them opportunities. I'm not the type of person that if I have something, I'm married, I'm, I'm very caring and very sharing because that's my personality and same with Brian, you know, um, we've been taking advantage a lot and there's like small amount of time, but you know, we're just giving people and, um, and we like to give opportunities and that is like bookings and other places that, you know, they're looking for other women. I'll, you know, and it's just like, you know, sometimes you don't get that. Yeah. And, um, and for me, that's one of the stuff that helped me with my, my, my friends from Mexico, my friends from Scotland when I went to Japan. Um, they helped me get bookings. They, they put the word on for me, and, and it worked. Like I said, because I'm a hard worker and I'm a professional, and, you know, people will vouch for me. And, and it's so nice when, when you hear that uh, multiple times. It's like, oh, I would have never book a woman, but they give me so many good references of you and then seeing your work it's just everything that they said is true yeah and it seems like once we latched on to to you and sabotage as a whole i mean 90 percent of our guests previous and coming up are on the show like tomorrow andy dalton's going to be on uh next week angel blue and baby d will be on so i mean it wasn't just you know once i reached out 
then they started coming to me and said, Hey, you know, we, we, we want to do it too. So. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, that's one of the things that Brian is really good at with, with girls and the guys is like, he, he is doing some of the stuff that he did for me on with me with them. And if they're like willing to hear and to have the time, he was like, this is what you do. Go for it. And like, he's, he encouraged everybody in the roster, all the girls, baby D like angel blue. I know Phoebe, you guys had a, a, a thing with Phoebe too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. She's amazing. She was. She's amazing. She has such a great story. I don't know if Erica Torres um, contacted you guys. She's really busy, but um, and um, Erica Torres. Uh, who else? Let's see. Um, Barbie, do you guys contact Barbie? Hayes? I I try. I I reached out to her. I never heard back from her. Um, yeah, she, she she's. I think she's pretty busy too, though. Like we reached out to Joey, and uh, I had a couple of emails back and forth with uh, Leva, and she's really busy, so she was gonna try to do something today, but it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem like it's gonna work out. But that's okay. I mean, we still. I mean, I appreciate her even getting back to me. So. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like our roster, that's what we like to do about our roster. Like because it's not it's not only like promotion for sabotage; it's promotion for the yeah, people. and that and that's yeah. what we're all about. I mean, we. We want to help your promotion get over, but we want to help, you know, independent wrestlers who don't necessarily have the platform to, to you know, tell their story and how they got into the business and everything. I mean, that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. We like, I, I mean, as much as, you know, it'd be cool to have, you know, Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega or somebody like that on, you know, we, we like independent wrestling, too. We, yeah, and, we want to reach out to and, people who don't have that platform. And well, and not everybody's heard their not everybody's heard their story either, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's cool to get get somebody on here and be like, "Hey, man, tell your story," or "Hey, hey, girl, tell your story." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you know. In in in, in what we do with sabotage is like uh, we. That's another thing that we people used to like criticize us when we started. Like, guys, you guys have nobody on the card. These girls are like nobody. Nobody knows who they are. And I was just like. I would be in awe and be like, where do you think I started? Like, I started being a star? No, I started from the bottom. Like, Yeah, exactly. And I took it and I run with it and I'm still running with it, you know? So for you, I'm sorry, like, I get very passionate about this, but for you to say that we have nobody in our card, can we curse here or not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can go and fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, it's a fucking, like, you're slapping me in the face yeah. because these girls work so hard and they're making so many sacrifices to get an opportunity and maybe to be seen and maybe to get something, you know, and for you to say that shame on you. Yeah. Like, really. Well, and they don't get an opportunity because no, I don't want to say nobody because obviously you do, but people don't give them the opportunity. You have to, you have to give somebody a chance, you know, to show what, what they can do. I think that's a big part of the business. A hard part about the business now for everybody up and coming is that, not everybody's willing to have that open mind to give somebody a chance. No, they're not. They're not. And that's, and like I said, that's why we take sabotage is, is, is all that we're all like taking risks. And, and, and how cool would it be to be, you know, be sabotage per se, or, um, you know, and you bring somebody in that nobody's ever heard of and you create a star out of them and then everybody wants them. So you, yeah. you, you basically get somebody over, you know, there's a, there's always that possibility of doing that too. 
Yeah, and, and that's, like I said, that's what we strive for, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Um, I mean, unfortunately, with some of the people that we want our work, you know, personal stuff happened. They have to move move away from wrestling, but, you know, the ones that we have, like, right now, we're, like, really talking to them, and, like, because we see passion, we see talent, we see the 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 aspects that is needed for for them to, to be successful. Right. And I'm telling you, with this, like, uh, War of the Genders, too, and, like, how the matches are set up, there's a huge opportunity for them to 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 rise up to the occasion. How many matches do you got on the card? We have, oh lord, oh lord. Let me see. I think we have seven or eight. Yeah. Now have so it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a kick-ass been, show. Have you all decided if you're gonna stream it or not? No, we're not streaming it because we want people to come to the show and watch. The right. Will it be we available to purchase afterwards? <laughs> Yeah, it will be available for purchase on download. On um, uh, we don't sell DVDs. Uh, we're on the like the teams like discussing to sell DVDs or not. It's just like uh, you know, it's, it's really slowly and, and to push them is kind of hard. But uh, we have DVDs from the first show, Sabotage One in California when we first uh, debut and their first sale. Um, but yeah, we have eight matches. We have uh, let's see, let's start with a four on four team Dalton versus Team Blue. This one is, uh, this match is uh, in the state of Texas. It has got a lot of buzz, not from the fans, but from the workers, because Team Blue and Team uh, Dalton have history. Yes. Personal history going on, and uh, it's going to be pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're going to get some info on that tomorrow and next Sunday from the both of them, because they'll both be on, so... <laughs> And like when we told people that they were gonna wrestle, they were gonna be in the same in the same match. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, something's gonna happen!" And the funny part too is that uh, it just trickled down. Like now, Ray Ortiz and Kiwi are beefing too. Ray Ortiz said that he's gonna like kill Kiwi. Kiwi, I never seen Kiwi so mad with her balloon. So it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> she was talking were- about that the balloon thing. How she said some people like won't take her serious. No, she's she's awesome. She's a great character. Yeah. Uh, she she's just really good. She's just really good. I really enjoy it. Nikki Knight and Robin Reed are gonna be there too. Uh, Robin Reed is working really hard. She's been training really hard in Florida right now, and um, she's she comes back to Texas. She was from Texas. She's a triple champion, so she's gonna have fun in this match. Double D, the first time in the show, and Gregory James, who I worked in other shows before, is another great talent from Texas. And Nikki Knight also is it's really, really good. Then we have uh, GPA and Kylie Ray. This is like a possible show stealer. Both of them pack together. Both of them train together in Chicago. I personally know both of them. I train with both of them. Um, I'd wrestle GPA in um, freelance, and it was pretty intense. I I had so much fun uh, going back and forth with him on our, on our match, on our promos, and it was great. He's a great talent. And he's, I think he's like underrated, very underrated. And um, I'm really happy that he's working with us. And Kyleri, she's on the rise. You know, she's been, um, she's been moving and really quickly, uh, really soon. And um, I'm really happy for her. And um, I think she has future to be signed in WWE. She's awesome, really good talent. And then we have Hyann uh, and Erica Torres, which is the LTO versus Jordan. X and um, Rocket Boy. Jordan is from Texas. Uh, Rocket Boy is from California, but he has a lot of family here in Texas, so he's very excited to be here. 
Um, and this match is potentially going to be one a really good match too. Uh, both of them are great talent, and the ladies are great talent too. And Erica, hands down, one of the best wrestlers I've been in the ring with. She is so good. Like I have nothing good to tell to tell you guys about Erica Torres. You should watch. She's she should be somebody that you guys are watching. Like not only as a wrestler, but as a, a woman. Like a total package, man. Like she is amazing. Like I'm, I'm amazed of how good she is, and how much passion she has for this business. Awesome. And then we have Leva Bates and the Punisher B Boy. B Boy never been in Texas. This is his first time in Texas, and he's gonna go with Leva Bates. So they've been going back and forth on Twitter, and I know this is one of the matches that won't disappoint. B Boy always brings it. Always, always does. Then we have um, our current champion. Girl Power, Heather Monroe versus uh, Fuego Del Sol. Fuego Del Sol is a local guy. Um, he's also on the rise. He's very nice, very professional. And this is going to be a lucha match, which I'm really excited. Uh, Heather Monroe trains in Santinos. Uh, she is uh, a really good wrestler, too. I enjoy working with her. I worked with her before, and I trained with her before. And how she won the championship in Santinos was kind of... Um, uh, people were very upset she went over Delilah Doom, which is a former uh, champion. So we'll see what happens. You know, in Sabotage, you guys have to be, you know, ready for anything. That's why we call Sabotage. Uh-huh. Um, then we have one of the matches that people have been waiting for, which is uh, the uh, Joey Ryan and Barbie Hayden. All right. You guys can expect the unexpected on this map. Then we have Baby D versus T- Human Tornado. These guys have been going on for like three months, even before we announced that they were going uh, on a match. Human Tornado is just nasty. He just likes to talk shit all the time, and he's been proven that he loves to talk crap about uh, Baby D. Baby D is loved by fans in Texas and Dallas. She got a uh, Women Wrestler of the Year. Um, and um, and in San Antonio, she's one of the most loved characters. And when she gets mad, she goes all balls out. So we are really looking forward for this match. And um, I don't know what Human Tornado is going to do. He's just, you know, crazy. So I'm really, <laughs> really looking forward for this. And the main event, of course, <laughs> Under Rosa versus Sammy Guevara. I want to make a statement. I was actually make a video, but I'm probably going to make it later, but I'm going to say something. Um, I've been calling this punk for, calling him out for over, let's see, since they announced that we were going to wrestle each other. Um, I had to learn a new skill, which was to ride a horse to do this kick-ass promo. I hope you guys see I it. did. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Now you guys can see I'm from Texas because just I train like the Bonerics now. But I think Sammy is really scared of confident strong women like me and he has he's been pretty speechless he hasn't said nothing about our match and i'm not expecting nothing from him i'm just uh, he should just expect that i'm gonna beat the shit out of him because that's what i do you hear that sammy sammy all your high flying stuff all your i'm the best in the world the best ever it doesn't work for me i've been in the ring with some of the best women and men in the world so this is your first time on the rodeo with a woman in the ring. So expect the unexpected. Yeah, Sammy. And you said you were going to come on the show, and then you never got back to me, you jerk. 
punk. Exactly. See, I mean, he's the best ever. I promising things, so let's see what happens. Thunderosa. <laughs> we gotta get down there and see a sabotage oh, show. Oh man, Tommy. I want to go so bad. It's a must. It's just a different show. I I can't tell you how upset I am that I cannot go. Oh, and then I forgot to mention. um, So, a couple weeks ago, I called out Mia Khalifa. I was gonna. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. So, um, well, long story short, she was talking crap about wrestling. Everybody's shitting on her, and I was just like, "She's from fucking Austin. I'm just gonna invite her. What is she gonna say no?" And then everybody else is gonna hate her even more. So I was like, I invited her. She said she's coming. And if you don't believe it, guys, she's coming. Wow. She's coming. So if you really, really, really think you can't make it, you should. Because you're going to see something that you've never seen, which is her there. You know, and maybe um, we have a lot of surprises during the show. So you should come. And she's an addition. So yeah, she said she's coming. She, she, meant, she even mentioned it on her YouTube uh, show when... Uh, the out of bounds. Yeah, out of bounds. She mentioned it with uh, Eva Marie was there. So. Oh yeah, and you know what? I watched that because Eva Marie was kind of going back and forth with her because she's been, you know, she's been talking about how wrestling's not a sport and blah blah blah, and she's been kind of just talking shit. And I loved that even Eva Marie was just kind of letting her know how it is. That was really awesome. I mean, you know, and that's like. I think a lot of people think it's not a sport, but I was like, it's, it's not about thinking about it's not a sport. It's just like, I mean, we all know that K-Fig is dead. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Unfortunately. But, you know, I still, like, it takes training to be in the ring. But, but this, the, the physical and mental stuff you guys go through is like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know, so for somebody to say that it's not, for somebody to look at it like that just isn't right because you go out there, you take... It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Big bumps, and you just, you are getting your ass kicked, and you're kicking somebody's ass. So, yeah, it does, it does pay a physical toll on you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, like I said, I hope you guys buy the, the, the 
Christine uh, and you guys can see. And, yes. You know, because I think that's the reason why I invited her because I don't never I don't think she's ever been in a wrestling show. She likes other sports. She's very knowledgeable about other sports and she's very vocal about it, which you know I really like and admire from a woman because again, sports is like a male dominated business, and when you have somebody so opinionated about stuff. She's gonna get heat, you know, and she takes it real well. She doesn't care, and um, you know, and uh, all the all the other extracurricular activities she did before, you know, it's mm-hmm. like the heat that she gets, you know, and and it takes uh, somebody very strong to take all that bullying because there's a lot of bullying going on, regardless if she offended people or not, you know, or some stuff that you know shouldn't be said, but whatever. Uh, she's coming to the show. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so if if. Uh... People can't make it. Where can they find uh, the stream or the download after the show? It's going to be on heelfacewrestling.com. Um, they are working on uploading the stuff. I don't, I'm not sure if the, our uh, last show is on online, but all our other shows are for sale. Right okay. Now. So you guys can go on Feel Face uh, Wrestling. We'll be on there. But, um, but this year, that's another thing that we're trying to like really um, – work on is getting our streams uh, to be more popular and it's like people are really missing on the shows too it's like like I t- i'm telling you like our shows are top notch like the matches are just well in the streaming services it's a lot of you know a lot of companies are doing that now and so i think you guys are going to do that and it's going to it's going to put you even more out there and that'll be I'll, I'll show it to everybody i'll let everybody know they need to get it yeah and it's, it's like i said um it's it's just so for us to like continue to running and continue to keep going, especially if it's privately owned. Is like that's what we need. We need to, you know we need that because it costs money. Like it's just time consuming and like our, our editors and stuff. They're very talented. I have a we have Rudy and um, Rogelio, which are part of a heel face. Um, they're very talented. And uh, uh, Rudy did my helping with my um, mini documentary, and Rogelio he's been doing a lot of editing for for our, our promos and my promo he did it like screenshot by screenshot what you saw it was like it was my idea but he made it happen you know so he's very talented and like i think we're gonna start having like more cool stuff in the future because we have very talented people in our show from production to the top awesome all right. Yeah. So- everybody needs to check out sabotage wrestling if you haven't already you need to check out sabotage wrestling Yes, you do. And if you want to plug the date, Thunder Rosa, you can go ahead and do that now. And we'll let you go. I'm sure you've got other stuff you've got to do today. So I, I don't. Have to eat. I, I don't want. <laughs> I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. So wanna, you, wanna you need to get your first of five meals. Oh my god! Yeah, I guess I'm hungry. All right, it's uh, January 19th. It's on a Friday night. Five. Yes, a Friday night. Come and take it live in East Riverside in Austin, Texas. Tickets are for sale at sabotagetexas.com or tickets are for sale at the door. Again, right. January 19th. Alright, so if you're in the Austin area or you plan on traveling to Austin for this, make sure you go. And if you are traveling to it, thank you for supporting Sabotage Wrestling. Thank you for you don't supporting. Just, you don't just want to go to the show. You need to go to you, the Sabotage Wrestling show to. because it will be a show of shows in the Austin area, that's for sure. And the Texas. In Texas, I should say. Yeah, in Texas, guys. In Texas. We're bringing, like I said, we're bringing people that have never been here before. 
we're debuting people in the state of Texas, which is super exciting. And they're all very talented people. And our, like I said, our alertees work really, really hard. And um, we're taking up the national up a notch, always. That'd be good. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, Thunder Rosa. Oh, I'm glad you guys um, invited me to your to your show, and I hope I wasn't too um, feisty or too um, whatever. This is me. Sorry, guys. No, no, we <laughs> no, that's awesome. We knew it was coming. This is you're the guest we wanted. We want somebody who wants to talk, not just be quiet and wait for questions. Exactly. You have you have you know we you come on and you tell everybody and and just do the talking. Tell them what you think. Promote your stuff. That's what we're all about. Yeah, I'm talking about promoting my stuff like blasting uh, a plug. Uh, my social media is ThunderRosa22 on Instagram and Twitter. I just followed you on Instagram this morning, by the way. Thank you. And I love, I watch my stories. My stories are funny sometimes. All right. I, yeah, those are fun. I like that. Um, ThunderRosa2 for my Facebook. I'm not accepting people on my regular Facebook, so please do not send me a request because I won't accept you. Uh, and... Um, my website is unstoppabletr.com, unstoppabletr.com. I have uh, merchandise available for purchase there. And also I have a P.O. box that you guys can send me stuff if you want to. I always accepting anything, food, donations, anything. At uh, P.O. box 18, San Marcos, Texas, 78667. And that's it. All right. And you also have a pro wrestling tea store as well, but you prefer them to buy it from oh, your website. Oh, forgot about it. Yes, I do have a pro wrestling t-shirt. Uh, just check it out, Thunder Rosa. And I also do Celeb Web, Celeb VM. Um, we sell videos, uh, personalized videos. So you can order them, and, and I can give you a personalized video. And don't forget, I'm Cobra Moon on Lucha Underground, too. So, yeah, we, did, I, before, we didn't before touch Before we get that. off on that, I wanted to ask, um, will you – are you going to be on the season four filming? I better be on motherfucking season four. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you said you better fucking be on it? <laughs> yeah, I better be on season four. I haven't, I haven't watched season three yet, so I was going to watch that one, and I understand that you're a bigger, a bigger player in season three, right? Last time I remember, I was a queen on season three. Yeah, that's okay. I, that's, yeah. Queen. I had a, a whole, like, dang you know, going on. Yeah, you had that. your own stable on season three. I got my stable and everything, but, you know... Season four, I better be the queen of queens. Baby. You hear that, El Rey Network? You better, she better be on there. Yeah, <laughs> Cobra Moon has been like dormant for like two years now, so she's ready to slay, like legit slay. Like she already killed somebody, so she be ready to kill more. Mofo, so. So there you go. It's not only Thunder Rosa; it's also Cobra Moon on Lucha Underground on El Rey Network, which my mom used to watch wrestling with me way back in the day when I was a kid, but now yeah. the only wrestling she watches is Lucha Underground. Mom, you're smart. Like, that's all I have to say. Mom, you're smart. You should get a Pokemon <laughs> t-shirt because I got you a win. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should get her one, Levi. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. I told her, I told her uh, Cobra Moon was going to be on from Lucha, and she was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, so, well, go get you something to eat. We'll let you go. Once again, it's been a, it's been a great pleasure talking to you, Thunder Rosa. You're awesome. Uh, we hope the show goes great, and we're going to try to attend uh, another one soon. 
Yeah, we'll probably be posting um, the rest of the dates for the same Come and Take It Live in the next couple of weeks. We're still working on some stuff. But, um, yeah, guys, uh, we would like to see more people coming from other from other states, I think. Uh, right now, Texas wrestling is becoming a hotbed. And um, the more we have people supporting the product, the, the longer we're going to run. And I think we, this can be... This can be something, and we have a lot of up-and-comer girls, and I'm working with a lot of them because they need to see, and they need somebody that is not a man to tell them what to do, you know? It's uh, because I'm doing it in a way, like you guys were saying, I've been working my ass off to be and to have what I have in the last three and a half years. And some people, they jump hurdles and then do things and they end up being in another position because of who they know because of who they dating and whatever all right well if we come we have to get we have to be able to do a run-in i'll blade for you yeah i want to super kick somebody (laughs) oh god you guys (laughs) i want to be super kicked i'll super kick you and you can you can blade okay yeah well it's up it's up to thunder though it's up to thunder so let her let her decide what goes down. You guys are getting bitch slapped. That's what you do. That'll work. Down. I'll, hey, I'll yeah. do it. I don't I'll care. I'll blade after the bitch slap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Take care. You're welcome. Have a good night or morning. or if Have fun at WWE. I will. It won't It won't be sabotage, but it'll, it'll suffice for the kiddos. All right, man. Thank Take you, care. Thunder Rosa. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Thunder Rosa. She was an awesome guest. And like like we've said, you know, multiple times, check out Sabotage War of the Genders and just Sabotage Wrestling in general. That is January 19th in Austin, Texas. Tickets at SabotageTexas.com. Right. So. Follow Thunder Rosa on Twitter at ThunderRosa22. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Tommy Walter. Me at Levi D. Zindel. Share this podcast with your friends. Your enemies. Your enemies' friends. Your enemies' grandmother. What? <laughs> enemies' grandfather. What? Oh, don't start doing that because we'll get cut off. Uh, <laughs> that always happens. It, it's time to go anyways. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, All right. everybody, we'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Dirty Andy Dalton. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving, 
in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.